Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That was uh, from last night's uh, walk-off single. Well, it should have been a double, but single from Albert Pujols. Uh, came through in the clutch when we needed him to. The uh, That audio clip is courtesy of uh, Angels.com through MLB.com and uh, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports. So anyway, what's up? It's Johnny Mags, Johnny Catfish, a.k.a. Johnny whatever you want to call me, I guess. Got a lot of aliases. I'm back. The All Angels podcast is back. Um, been on a, I guess, hiatus. Uh, I think the last one I recorded was in December. Uh, just been very busy. Once the baseball season's done, I, boom, shut down. And then once the baseball season starts, boom, I'm back up at it again. And um, so with that being said, uh, there's a lot of things I want to get into regarding the podcast, so I'm going to start off right away just getting into it right now before I start getting into, you know, what happened last night and, and the few days before that, opening day, and, and you know, uh, just want to quickly start off, and then I, you know, what I, really what I want to say is uh, this podcast is going to go through some changes. Um, I'm going to do a better job of um, kind of segmenting the podcast, kind of having segments um, that'll come in weeks to come. I want to make this podcast a little bit more organized. And uh, I never claimed to be a professional at this. But as I started to really do the podcasting, I have another podcast that I do. It's called the Blaze and Melfunsky Wrestling Podcast. For any of you uh, people out there that, that love wrestling, 
I suggest you listen to the Blaze and Malfunsky Wrestling Podcast on Spreaker.com. Every Wednesday at 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, we record live. You can jump on and chat with us live. We've got a lot of listeners on there, so that's always fun. And what I've noticed from that podcast is that we kind of segment it. We have a segment, and it sounds real professional really well. Um, so I'm going to try to do that with this podcast because, you know, the All Angels podcast, and it is with great pleasure to announce that this podcast is now the official podcast of the LA Angels Insider or LA LA Angels Insider.com. Um, so, you know, with that being said, um, you know, there's a lot of great guys out there on LA Angel Insider.com. There's a lot of, it's a great page. Go check it out. The layout's new. Um, you have uh, game previews, game recaps, a lot of ins- uh, insider information. Ryan, the managing editor of the, of the page, is, is a, does a great job, works hard on it. Uh, you got a lot of guys on there who who throw in their their pieces in there, and it's and it's just a privilege for me, and a bit of an honor for me to be on here and do my part with this podcast. So, and I'm reaching out to everybody too. You know, I go on my Facebook page, and uh, try to get people involved in the um, podcast because you know what, the the more questions we get or the insights that we get from people, the uh, the, the fans' perspective, um, it's always fun. It's always fun to kind of feed off of that. You know, give my give my two cents about it whether you guys agree with it or not that's up to you guys you know but um it's just it's it's awesome to be affiliated with laangelsinsider.com and you can go on laangelsinsider.com and check it check everything out you can also go on the facebook uh page la angel insider um we have a facebook page we have a twitter at la angels insider um and again everything that you that 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 you see on LAAngelsInsider.com, you'll see on the Facebook page, you'll see on the Twitter. Um, so, again, Ryan, thank you for the opportunity. And we're going to get it going like that, man. So, um, also, before I get cracking on the, uh, you know, on all the, the the baseball that's been going on, you know, exciting times for us. You know, spring training's over, season started. Um, real quick, um, and this is my, my way of shouting out people um, that, you know, you have a business and, and I, I, if you have a business and that you, you know, you, for instance, you have a, um, like, like Manny, my buddy Manny right now that I'm going to plug, I used his services and they did great, man. It was amazing. So I'm going to plug, uh, Manny's, um, Manny's, uh, trade print. It's called trade print. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm getting over being sick. Trade print. Screen printing, embroidery, signs, and banner service. Manny is a huge Angels fan. I met him through, uh, I think, like either uh, Angels Baseball Family or Halos Nation or, or, or even um, the Halos Network. I- I'm not sure where we kind of connected, but we connected on Facebook through the Angels. And I ended up finding out that he has this company. It's called Trade Print. And like I said, they do screen printing, embroidery, signs, banners. They do T-shirts. Um, I managed my 10 year olds little league baseball team and we got 11 now actually. And we got, uh, our jerseys, put, uh, with their last names put on the back and we got the last names through Manny. He did such a great job, very reasonable price. Um, you know, t- told me straight up, um, uh, about, you know, um, about this is what we need. This is how we're going to do it. You know, here, there, you know, the jersey, I'm going to be straight up with you. Didn't uh, pussyfoot around anything. So, man, he's a great guy straight up with you. So, if you guys want 
if you have needs, if you have a, a baseball team, if you have a a church event, if you have you know family reunion, you need a bunch of shirts made, go to Manny. Uh, you can find him at tradeprintgiant.com, and on, that's his actual website, Trade Print, Trade, T-R-A-D-E, Print, P-R-I-N-T, P-R-I-N-T, yeah, Giant, J, or G-I-A-N-T, tradeprintgiant.com, and that's you'll get all the info you need on there. You can even look him up on Facebook, Trade Print, um, or call. give him a call. You have questions, give him a call, 909-883-7766. It's 883-7766. So Manny uh, does a great job there. And also Jason Kroom and Kroom Dog. Uh, Kroom Dog's Gourmet Sausages. Uh, Jason's a great guy. He runs Angels Baseball Family. He, You can find him. If you go on his Facebook at uh, Kroom Dog's Gourmet Sausages, um, you'll be able to go there and find out where he's at. Um, he does, uh, he'll do like uh, events like... Uh, Redlands, downtown Redlands, downtown San Bernardino, or he'll be like at a college and whatever. And I'm pretty sure he does um, catering. So if you need anything uh, sausage-wise, man, he does uh, sausage, uh, hot dogs, and, and oh, it looks so delicious. If you go on his Facebook page, you can check it out there. Again, it's Kroom Dog, it's Gourmet Sausages, and you can get a hold of Kroom Dog, Jason, at 909-569-7392. So, all right, got that out of the way. Let's get into baseball now. Uh, you heard the clip right at the beginning of the of the broadcast or the podcast. Our Pujols comes up to the plate in the bottom of the ninth with the bases loaded. Now, before we even say that, uh, Mike Trout got walked to load the bases up, two pitch to Albert. Now, everybody, oh, you know they're walking, they're walking Trout to get to Albert. Come on, yeah, of course they are. Mike Trout's the best player in the game. Makes someone else beat you. And for Albert to come through in the clutch uh, like he did last night, I know it's early in the season, this could hopefully give him that, uh, uh, I wouldn't say like like momentum, but maybe this will get things going for him. Like, you know, this will be, oh, they'll think twice about Mike, uh, walking Mike Trout or maybe, you know, uh, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll give him a confidence level that maybe, you know, I myself, Albert hit 40 home runs, drove in 95 RBIs last year. That's great. But let's think about how many times he actually went up to the plate and did something when we really needed him to. Um, not to say that he never did, but a lot of the times, and be be honest with yourselves, Angels fans, I'm being honest with myself here. He would come up sometimes and I'd kind of go, oh, he might just roll over and run into a double plate right here. How many times did that actually happen? A lot, right? So for him to come through now when we needed him to last night, uh, it's pretty big. Um, get get that first win out of the way, walk off fashion. Albert with the big hit, it was great. We 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 broke out of the slump. We I think we we might have hit ten or eleven home or ten or eleven home runs. Listen to me. I wish I hit. We would have hit ten or eleven home runs. I think we had ten or eleven hits last night, and um, you know that's of course we only scored four runs in those eleven hits, but it's enough for the win. But it's good to see the guys swinging the bats, getting the bat on the ball. Uh, you know. Yunel uh, Escobar had a good night last night. And, uh, again, just to get that win uh, for Albert to come through in the clutch is pretty huge. And I, I, I told myself, I said, let's hope he gets that ball up so that he can drive it in the gap somewhere. Because uh, if he would have gotten that ball down, I'm sure he probably would have rolled over. But he waited for his pitch, got it, you know, second pitch of the at-bat, drove it, and the Angels walk off with the big victory. 
and it was uh, Albert Pujols and Mike Trout bobblehead night. I wanted to be there. Your boy wanted to be there, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I got had things going on, and then I thought it was going to rain. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to go. And, man, what a game to have been at. So, oh, well, you win some, you lose some. There's a bunch of games left for me to go to. I'm going to try to make it out there before the end of the month because my birthday's in April, late April. And I'll try to get out there maybe for my birthday. So let's talk first about the first few. I know I jumped ahead to last night's game, but only because I played the clip. The two-game series against the Cubs, wow. I mean, we all know the Cubs are good, but, you know, you would hope that the Angels would have put up a better fight. They didn't. Uh, one run in two games, I believe it was. Um, that's, you know, that's tough. You never want to start the season off that way. The Cubs uh, are a great team, but, ah, oh, man, we, we didn't show much effort over there in those two games, and it just, you know, it's, like I said, it's good to see them kind of break out of that last night, and we have a four-game set, three more games against Texas to prove to to keep this this momentum rolling, kind of get that hit machine going, and uh, so you know we'll go, you know not too much to say about those two games other than we got our butts kicked, you know it didn't look good. Um, few news that came out of the those ser that series though, uh, obviously was Andrew Heaney. Um, Andrew Heaney. Already come into the season, we're relying on him to be, you know, the number three guy or, or you know. And I, I don't know who I was talking to uh, a few days ago, but um, I was talking to somebody about Andrew Heaney being legit. Um, you know, will he ever be an, an ace? I don't know about that, but a solid number two, number three, definitely. For being so young, the kid has a presence on that mound. And I used to be a pitcher. And you could just tell when someone's tight, when someone's just like not comfortable up there. Heaney looks, the fact that he's left-handed makes him look real suave, you know, but the fact that he just looks like he belongs on that mound, that presence on the mound, uh, to me was like, okay, this kid's ready, you know, and he, I thought he was ready. When he came up last year, I thought for sure he was already ready. He was going to make the rotation this year. And um, so, you know. We're already relying on this young kid to be number two, number three guy in our rotation. And already, man, he went down on Wednesday. He had an MRI in the morning. And, you know, yeah, he uh, Andrew Heaney had an MRI on Wednesday morning and had one question. How's my ligament? And that's huge. Um, Dr. Stoheny, that his ulnar collateral ligament, the one that would require season-ending Tommy John surgery, if it would have been torn was quotes fat and healthy and he felt a lot better um there's no time when he will return uh from the flexor muscle strain that's what landed him on the dl the 15-day dl uh uh flexor muscle strain uh but you know he feels confident that you know he was not going to go under the knife and this is his quote uh i saw the mr for myself uh obviously i'm not a doctor but the way they explained it to me it looked perfectly sound and healthy um, you know, the Angels are going to give him a few weeks off to determine, you know, when he can resume throwing, you know, so it, it's good to see that the MRI showed that it was healthy and fat and, and let's just cross our fingers, knock on wood that, uh, Tommy John surgery is not going to be needed. Um, with that being said, in the meantime, the Angels called up Nick Tropiano from AAA Salt Lake. Uh, Trope was beaten out by the guy who's going to start today, Matt Shoemaker for the fifth spot in the rotation. Um, this spring, um, and you know, 
So he's lined up to start. Um, let's see. He's lined up to start a Monday series opener against Oakland uh, if he isn't needed in emergency relief before then. So, uh, but Tropiano definitely he's gonna, he's going to be here for a while. Um, Jerry Weaver also who uh, completed a simulated game on Tuesday. He's locked in for the se uh, series finale against the Rangers. Um, so with that said, let's, I mean, I'm going to jump into it right now real quick. The rotation, um, you know, we already already kind of like a question mark going into the season with, you know, Gary Richards is going to be Gary Richards. Weaver, we, we all love Weaver. We, we love what he's done for the team. Um, but his velocity is down. Can he continue to get guys out? Can he spot his pitches? Obviously, Jared Weaver is a guy who needs to spot his pitches. I'm not saying that he can't do it because it can be done. We, there's guys that threw mid-80s to low-80s and were successful. Case in point is uh, Greg Maddox, a guy never, maybe at his at his peak, maybe topped out at 90, but towards the end of, the, of his career, he wasn't hitting any you know, triple digits on any uh, radar gun. He was hitting maybe mid-80s. So, you know, if... Jared is able to place his pitches where he needs to, just like Greg would. Not saying he's Greg Maddox, because Greg Maddox is one of the greatest pitchers of all time. But I'm not. I'm saying that. Let's give Weaver a chance here. Let's see what he can do. He's proven that he can still get guys out. It's just a matter of how he feels that day. If he's able to locate his pitches. So going into the season, we're already thinking Weaver's already lost velocity. Heaney's a young dude. First full season. Can he? Can we rely on him? Can Shoemaker be the guy that was? The guy two years ago that won 16 games. Um, can Hector Santiago pitch, be an all-star all season long and not just the first half of this season? So all these question marks, and then Weaver goes down. I'm not see, and I'm already leaving C.J. Wilson out of this. C.J. Wilson, to me, has been a bust. The guy is, from the very beginning, is an angel. Okay, don't get me wrong. Like, much respect for what he did in Texas, but... It, from the beginning, with as an angel, he always seemed like he pussyfoots around batters. Doesn't go out and attack guys. Kind of puts himself in a situation where he's throwing too many pitches. Never really quite got into, you know, how many games did he get. In his angels career, has he gotten past maybe the eighth inning? I could, we could probably count him on one hand. Uh, how many times has he gotten past the sixth inning? We got to see it on that. Yeah, I'm saying the guy just doesn't, has never been... Um, as an angel, anyway, has never been the kind of guy where I'm confident in a win. You know what I mean? Where, oh, CJ's pitching? Cool. I don't know about you guys. I've never really been confident in the guy. But, you know, him being down, too. So, already question marks heading into the season. And then we get, like I said, Weaver goes down. And then Heaney goes down to the 15-day DL. So, it, it already we're running into some obstacles. But, luckily, and I talked with uh, Ryan uh, from LA Angel laangelsinsider.com last year probably around August August or September we talked about how deep the Angels pitching rotation was going to be this year we were able to call up a guy like Nick Tropiano and Matt Shoemaker was, you know at the time I think we still had Newcomb obviously he got traded away so but Trope is going to step in here and I like Tropiano very much um, I talked about Andrew Heaney having a presence on the mound I see that in Tropiano the Tropiano has pitched some pretty decent games in his career as an angel and we look for him to step in and maybe get two or three starts here before hopefully we can get um 
Heaney back in the rotation. Let's not forget about Tyler Skaggs, um, who could be ready to face major league hitters before the end of April. So, but he's slated to pitch four innings in uh, AAA Salt Lake on Sunday, and he has a way to go in his return to you know from Tommy John surgery. And then C.J. Wilson, of course, that tendonitis. He can't even play catch right now. So uh, to me right now, CJ's not even in my picture. I'm looking forward to seeing Heaney get back. And then we can get Skaggs back in that rotation. And we're going to be deep. Um, but for right now, we have to kind of, it's kind of like patchwork right now. You know, hopefully Shoemaker can just give us innings. If Shoemaker can keep us in the game, same thing with Tropiano, keep us in the game. Because that bullpen is solid. I like our, the Angels bullpen with Alvarez, Salas, uh, Smith. Uh, obviously, Houston Street closing it out. You know, uh, there's there's depth in that in that in that staff in the bullpen that you can rely on maybe getting to six, the sixth inning. You know, you can get Alvarez, Salas, and Smith in Houston Street. And um, so I'm, I'm I'm very confident in our bullpen. I really like where our bullpen's at right now. I don't know what you guys think, but to me the the the, the bullpen is where you know we can afford a guy to maybe throw six innings and and. and Head into that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me if I cough a little bit, but now the other the other thing that we let's white or the elephant in the room left field platoon job between Gentry and Nava. Would I have liked the Angels to have gotten someone with more power, someone that we can play out there every day? Of course, you know I wanted Gordon. You know he resigned with, with Kansas City. You know we lost out on Upton. Um, it you know Gentry. Looked, has looked okay in these three games. Um, Nava looked good in the spring, but it's a platoon, a platoon job in left field. I've never, I was never, I've never been a a fan of a platoon uh, a situation on the field. You know, a platoon third base job, a platoon second base. I just, I feel like you need some kind of consistency in a lineup. But I guess you know, in some ways, it's okay because you're able to do the left-handed, right-handed thing, but. You know, your Gentry doesn't. You don't look at a lineup and say, "Oh, Gentry," or you don't look at the lineup and say, "Oh, Daniel Nava." You know, so left field's a big question mark in my opinion. Um, it was last year too. I don't know why they didn't just sign David Murphy. I think David Murphy could have been a guy that could have stayed out there in left field every day. Um, but obviously, you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You know, the Angels could have gone out and gotten somebody, but then if he's a bust like Hamilton was. Damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Everyone's talking now. Oh, they should have done this, should have done that. They didn't do it. But uh, again, similar to last year, where we had Victorino, Murphy, um, we just had guys out in left field, kind of stepping in here and there. And um, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how, how I really like that situation. You know. So, you know, another thing I wanted to talk about real quick too before I start hitting into like upcoming schedules. Um, or actually, you know what? Let me. Give me a second here. I know that I, oh, and I hate to make all these like dead. Uh, so, where are you at? Where are you at? Right here, I believe. Ooh, cause I reached out to everybody and I asked, you know, what are, you know, I was gonna record today and had any questions asked away. I got a question from a good friend of mine, Jason Hendricks, who's a huge Angels fan. What's the plan for Heaney? Is he out longer than 50 day, uh, 15 DL stint that they're saying? So I just, I just actually, I just talked about Heaney. You know, he got 15 day DL. Tropiano got called up. Um, so 
yeah, you know, let's let's make sure that he's okay. You know, let's not put him out there too early. You got a guy like Tropiano who can get out there and throw you some innings. Don't 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 rush Heaney back. You know, so. And then question: Who will be the first on the trading block when the Angels are out of contention by mid June? Uh, quotations or uh, parentheses or whatever. Uh, sorry, this team is not even built to contend right now. Um, I'd have to disagree a bit, Jason. Um, it's it. I don't see them as a a. No one saw the 2002 team as a, a world championship contender, right? Um, you know, it's hard to kind of jump on the guys right now, three games into the season, and I'm not going to do that. I do it enough with wrestling where I crap on it, and I'm not. And I'm using a PG word. You know, I'm. I S H I and then I N G on wrestling a lot, so I'm not going to crap on the Angels yet. Um, three games into the season, uh, the first two first two games were, were atrocious. I'm not going to deny that. That was just not good. But um, I really like the bullpen, man. And if you can get a lead going into that sixth, seventh, eighth inning, into that ninth, you can win a lot of games. And uh, that's what happened in 2002, if you remember. The Angels, you know, they didn't have like. Obviously, it jumped out to a 6-14 and 14 start. But remember that bullpen, Dan? You know, you can go to the lefty Schoenweiss. Then they had, you know, Brendan Donnelly. Then they had Frankie Rodriguez. And then Troy Purcell would have shut that down. Obviously, Frankie got there in September. But that bullpen all year long, Brendan Donnelly was, was, was lights out pretty much the whole season in that bullpen. You know, and Purcell was shutting guys down. So, um, I'm just saying if, if, if we're able to score enough runs and, and the pitching is able to keep us there for six innings, the bullpen can shut the door down. We'd be able to win a lot of games. If I'm wrong, that's fine. You don't have to agree with me. Um, you know, what are your guys' thoughts on that? But I don't know. I don't know if anybody's on the chopping block. Obviously, you know, everybody wants to see A.J. Wilson traded, but who's going to want him? That's the thing. Um, remember, you got to trade somebody good to get somebody good. The Angels just can't trade away, you know, Craig Gentry and expect to get, you know, even a Coco Crisp, you know, that you'd have to trade away somebody good to get somebody good and and we can't afford to trade a Calhoun or or even a Crone maybe a Crone you'd be able to trade away and get something decent but you don't want to trade a Calhoun you don't want to trade a Trout you know so, obviously so there's there's really nothing out there for the Angels to trade you know what I'm you know what I'm saying unless you know in our farm system is like thinned out to the max you know the one guy we had was Newcomb and he got traded away um <clears throat> and so as far as anybody on the trading block, I just don't see Angel. The Angels don't have anyone to trade, you know. But And as far as them being out of contention, I mean, I get you. I understand what you're saying. This team's not right out the box expected to win the West or anything. But, you know, we're, we've gotten kind of we've gotten kind of um, lucky or, or, or we've gotten, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Comfortable? No, no. We've gotten used to the fact that Angels... Going into a lot of the seasons, you know, we were expected to win. And this is one of the seasons where we're not. So that might be a good thing, you know. And I hate I hate a lot of the comparisons. But, yeah, I'm going to compare them to the O2 team in that sense, you know. Um, we still have Mike Trout, the greatest player on the planet. And we still have uh, we still have Cole Calhoun. And so I'm not, like I said, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to crap on, on that too much. Yeah. So I got a couple, it's showing that I have 17 comments on here, but um, I don't see 17 comments on here. So those are the only two questions. No, there was, where are they? 
<laughs> um, I know that Nick posted on here. Let me let me just check and make sure that I got all the questions at least answered or shouted out everyone that should be shouted out. One second. Here it is. Here we go. Here it is. I don't know why I couldn't see it. Okay. So, uh, my buddy Craig is the answer to most angels' questions is Dean Chance. So, he's just being a jerk. And, and my buddy Josh said, Dick Schofield? Just being a, being an ass. Nick Valen. Uh, I've known Nick, not personally, but I've... I've Nick's been a guy that uh, I know back from the MySpace days back in Halo's Nation. Who remembers that? Uh, he was just a kid, like a kid, you know, but he was a big Angels fan and a uh, funny guy, funny guy. He's living out there in Kansas and he's asking if we do on-air calls. And like I said before, I'm, I'm going to do this podcast is going to, it's going to change a lot. We're, I'm going to try to segment it a lot. Uh, I'm going to try to do the live, um, the live version of it, like record live so where you guys can, like right now it's a recording. You'll, I'll post the link up and you'll listen to it later, but. I'll do the live call-ins. I do it for our wrestling podcast, and it's fun. And you don't even have to call in if you log on to Spreaker.com and create your own. You create your uh, your Spreaker account. It's totally free. You can chat with me while I'm doing the live show. So if you're you're, so you're one of these people who are a little shy, don't want to talk, you can get on there, type up your words on that keyboard, and I'll answer them for you there. Um, But Nick's gonna try to get on and call because he wants to call in. And it'd be great to uh, to hear from you. Quick shout out to to Filiberto Castillo, Philly Phil. Uh, he saw all I know is fire the coach, and he, he I had him on last year. He said we talked about it last season. He's not a big uh, Mike Sosha fan. A lot of people are not. Um, I'm in the middle. Um, I think that he's he's done great for this team, uh, this organization. But maybe it's starting time. It's he's been here a long, long time. So. We'll see. Uh, quick shout out to to Richard Estrada. Uh, Richard, um, I've met personally. I don't even know if he remembers me at all. But as a young kid, <laughs> about 15, 14, 15 years old, I used to watch a show called Illegal Interns where they would, it was a really Chicano, Chicanos that were into rock music and the alternative lifestyle, like alternative music, punk, rock and espanol, a lot of artistic uh, uh, little uh videos like payaso the clown and stuff like that uh richard was uh him and 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 and, and um flavio were are, were the illegal interns and they had a a show uh called illegal interns pub on public access and uh, i used to watch it all the time and they would send me some stuff on the, in the mail they would send me shirts i had a caesar chavez no uva shirt that i would wear all the time that i got from them and so a pair of Doc Martens and stuff like that. And I won some Christmas uh, thing from them once. And I got to meet him a couple of times at, at shows. And uh, he said, nice. Yeah. Thank you, Richard. Arnold, uh, he said, this squad is better than last year's. Just wait and see. So optimism already from Arnold Gonzalez, uh, my bearded villain brother. Bearded villain, Southern California. Uh, he's already, he's optimistic about it. So that's good to hear. We're going to have that. We're going to have guys who are optimistic. We're going to have guys who are going to not be so optimistic. And we're going to have guys like me that are just kind of in the middle and I'm gonna let them do the, do all the talking on the field, and then I'll see what see what the deal is, you know. But I'll throw my two cents in from here and there, you know. Uh, Philly also said no pitching, uh, so squad or no squad. Without that, we're we're gonna be watching the playoffs. 
you're right. He nailed it on the head. With no pitching, you're not going to win. But uh, I think right now, I think what it is is the pitching's the pitching's deep as far as the arms that we have. But we're relying on these guys to do well. Whether they do it or not, that's obviously up to them. But I get what you're saying. I, I get that he's saying that we don't have like the Dodgers had last year in Kershaw, uh, Granky, Ryu. You know, they don't. We don't have that. We haven't had that in a while. But the arms are there. They're young. We're relying on it. I understand what you're saying, Philly. It's going to be hard. We're, uh, hard in the sense that we already have Trope, uh, Heaney and Weaver down. So you know. Let's, this is, it's early in the season right now. Three games in, going into the the fourth game of the season. This time. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's raining here in Riverside. So we'll see there. So I'll get into that right now. But we'll see. Oh, it's just, it's early. Let's just, hope, let's just wait and see. Wait and see is hashtag wait and see. Because that's all we can do right now. All right. So thank you to everybody who posted their questions. And <coughs> excuse me again. And, uh, you know. That's, that's what it is. It, it is what it is. So, okay. Tonight's game, uh, game two of the, of the series against the uh, Texas Rangers. Uh, taking the bump for the Rangers today is A.J. Griffin. A.J. is making his Rangers debut. Um, I don't, I didn't do too much research on A.J. As other than I believe he didn't pitch at all last year. I don't know if he had some kind of surgery. But he was with the A's. I remember him with the A's. And he makes his Rangers debut possibly tonight if it does not rain. <laughs> so, uh, AJ Griffin's going up against Matt Shoemaker. Matt Shoemaker's making his 2016 debut. Here it is right here. Let's see if Shoe's been dominant against the Texas Rangers. He's uh, pitched well against them in the past. Um, we'll see if he's able to pitch deep into the game and get us, you know, sixth, seventh inning, get us into the bullpen. Um, you know, tonight's game, if it does get played, uh, should be interesting to see. Uh, looking at the Rangers, and, and I'll talk about that real quick. Their lineup's pretty, it's pretty dangerous. I, I look, I, you know, I thought about it going into last night's game. I didn't think about it too much. And then after watching the game last night, you know, Adrian Belcher is a freaking machine out there in third base. I mean, that guy scoops up everything. But not just his defense, but at the plate, he's still a very dangerous hitter. Uh, they have uh, Ian Desmond in left field. He's a he, guy's a great hitter. Elvis Andrews can come through in the clutch. I think he's a bit overrated with the bat, but he's good enough to where you're you you know you, you could see him coming through in the clutch. Mitch Moreland, I think his name is Mitch, but Moreland, power left uh, lefty that can just he's killed the Angels in the past. <coughs> um, you have um, uh, Rugnet Odor who can. He's just a nice little hitter. And obviously, you got Prince Fielder. So, that's a solid lineup, you know, when you think about it. Uh, are they? I think they're, and then Houston Astros are the ones that are considered the top of the West right now. But um, that's a tough little team. That's a tough team in, in, in Texas that, you know, kind of, kind of, you, you watch them and you're like, oh man, that's a pretty decent lineup. You don't think about it at first, and then you're like, okay. And um, so. It's I'm by no means is this a ah you know we got the Rangers no it's not that anymore so um, it'll be an interesting game hopefully Shoemaker can get get it going here in his first start of the season and and it'll get that snowball effect where it'll just start building up for him so um, 
we'll see where that goes. And I talked about, yeah, I talked about uh, Skaggs coming back. So, um, yeah. All right. So let's talk about uh, the upcoming schedule. Obviously, today, tomorrow. Wait. Yeah, today, tomorrow, Sunday against Texas, and then we hit the road. We hit the road for the first time this season to uh, to Oakland for three. And then we have an off day on the 14th, and then we head to Minnesota for three. So, as far as the, uh, the Oakland A's are concerned, they're eh, they're the A's. Like, no, nobody really jumps out at you on that team. Like, you don't look at that team and go, "Oh, that's a great," you know, "that guy's great," you know, or "I'm excited to see this guy." But they've always been like that, to where they're not very exciting to watch, or they're not very the names don't jump out at the, on the paper out of the paper at you, but. They always end up finding a way to be decent or even way overachieve. Um, do I see that happening this year with them? No, not really. Um, they're an eh. I, 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 I mark down here my notes, eh. They're eh. You know, I... No. And then as far as the Twins coming up after that for three, the 15th, 16th, 17th of April, the Twins are the Twins, you know? They're the Twins. I mean... They're the twins. <laughs> uh, there's no not much more you can say about that. Um, it's it's you know you 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 got to win games that that games like this against the twins teams that are kind of like ah you got to go out there and win because obviously the, I you know the Angels are better than the Twins in my book. The Angels are better than you know the Rays in my book. You know we should win games like that. We should take the series. Are we gonna win every single game? Ah, oh, obviously not. I've gotten past the point back in, you know, year, a couple years back, you know, five, six, seven years back. I used to get mad over losses. Now it's like, well, what are you going to do? Uh, I start getting mad when we go on losing streaks, obviously, or we start playing like crap, or we start really not hitting the ball or not pitching well, or we're beating ourselves or we're shooting ourselves in the foot. That's when I start to get mad. One game doesn't kill me anymore. I kind of got over that. Uh, but you need to win the series against the Minnesota Twins. You know, you need to win that series against Oakland. Take two out of three out of every series. You know, win every series. So it is what it is with that. And uh, so anyway, um, pretty much going to start wrapping it up now. There was, you know, we we're three games into the season. There's not much more than that that we can talk about. Like, you know, you know, um, one little situation I do want to talk about real quick from last night's game was bases loaded and no outs, and we don't score a freaking run. Unbelievable. I that was. I was sitting on the couch and I legit I I was sitting there by myself watching the game and I, I talked to myself when I'm watching the game and I said to myself if Calhoun strikes out this inning is over this inning's over because all he had to do was put the ball in place somewhere you know he had Trout at third base he pushes the ball past you know in a right field or even to the first baseman he's gonna run on contact I'm pretty confident that Mike Trout will be able to score on a ground ball to the right side. Calhoun's a left-handed hitter. Easily just turn, hit one of the left side. Or hit the bottom end of the ball. Get the ball elevated. He didn't do that. He struck out in a pitch that was just down in the dirt. And I knew instant, instantly, I said, F word. You know, I was like, ah, you can't be serious. Sure enough, next batter comes up, hits grounds in a double play. And uh, uh, that right there was like, oh, that could have been our, our chance, you know. And then uh, obviously they went down in order in the next inning. But opportunities like that with the bases loaded and no outs, 
put the ball, at least put the ball in the play. Because if you ground into a double play with no outs, at least you still maybe have a guy at third base. A wild pitch to the next batter could have scored him, you know. But no, you know, you have to do something with no outs. At least put the ball in play. At the very least, put the ball in play. That way you still have runners, you know, at least in scoring position or something other than two outs, you know, and, and we'll run around first or, you know, no, just he, he just, you know, early in the season, I can't crap on him that much, but uh, I, that was just frustrating for me to watch. But um, again, two outs, bottom of the ninth, Albert Pujols comes through with the hit. So, <coughs> all right. So real quick before that's going to be it for as far as angels are concerned, before I leave again, um, this podcast is a part of the LAAngelsInsider.com, the official podcast of LAAngelsInsider.com. I also want to give a quick thanks to, you know, everybody who sent their questions in or is a part or listens, period, to the podcast. Um, you know, it, it's fun to interact with people, you know, and I, I do it with my other podcasts. And the Angels are a huge part of my life, a huge passion of mine um tattooed on my arm i've been going to angel games since before i was born pictures of me and my mom's belly you know when she was pregnant with me uh earliest remember earliest things i remember of angel stadium is uh a picture day 1984 and taking a picture with uh rod carew and uh luis sanchez and bruce kissing and you know um i remember bobby gritch I remember being excited to see Reggie Jackson. Uh, my first favorite baseball player was Reggie Jackson. Um, but then as I got a little older, you know, mediocrity set in for the Angels. And I was, my favorite players were Luis Polonia and Junior Felix. And there's a guy that played third base whose name was Rene Gonzalez, who I gravitated to because he was Mexican-American, but he wasn't very good. Um, you know, I, I like guys. I was excited because Vaughn Hayes signed with the Angels. I was excited because the Angels signed Kelly Gruber. From the Blue Jays, but that didn't even work out. I was excited when Dave Parker came over. I was excited when we signed Cladell Washington, and then we traded him away and got Dave Winfield. I remember watching Dave Winfield hit for the cycle in Kansas City. I was watching that at my house on a little black and white TV in the kitchen because my mom was watching her novelas in the living room. But And I remember just going nuts when he hit that last triple um, in Kansas City to hit for the cycle. I remember watching games and when we used to wear periwinkle and Jim Edmonds lays out and makes a freaking spectacular catch. Tim Sammons, my favorite player of all time, followed him from the very first game that he played all the way through his last game. I love the Angels with all of my heart. I've invested a lot of tears, a lot of joy, a lot of happiness. It might sound stupid to a lot of people, but a lot of you, if you're listening to this, obviously you're a huge Angels fan because why the hell would you listen to an Angels podcast if you're not a huge Angels fan? Um, I love the Angels with a passion. I do this because I love them, but I've been given the opportunity by, uh, you know, uh, other outlets to do this and to be a part of LAAngelsInsider.com and be a part of, of something special because that page is very nice. You guys go to LAAngelsInsider.com. Check out the page. The link will be posted on there so you guys can listen to it on there too. Give it a look. Go on there. Like our... The guys do a great job of doing the recaps and the, and the great game previews. Show some love to the guys on LAAngelsInsider.com. Um, I will be posting this on Facebook too, on, on, on all the pages. But um, 
it's just a privilege and honor to do this. I want to give a thanks to um, you all might know him from Angels AM830, but now he's on 710 ESPN. Uh, Travis Rogers uh, was an awesome experience to meet him, have lunch with him in the summer out there in La at Langer's and, and on um, in LA, the world famous Langer's, Kelvin Washington, who, who have been just uh, awesome to me. Um, they always read my stuff on the air too and shout me out and uh, they knew they know I do this. So thank you to you. Thanks to, um, you know, I, and these guys are big shots, man. Uh, Mason and Ireland, man, they were an inspiration to me growing up as a kid. I always wanted to, uh, I always listen to them and they're always, they don't talk enough angels and I send them tweets and they know that I, you know, I'm like, you guys don't talk enough angels, but they're pretty much homers over there. They kind of go with the Dodgers on 710, but that's all good, whatever they, this is a reason why, you know, when I was, when I went to college, I was a journalism major. I took mass communication classes. So to be able to do a podcast and to be affiliated with LA Angels Insider uh, is, is awesome. So thank you guys. Real quick too. Uh, a lot of you that really know me real well know that uh, I'm a part of an organization, a brotherhood, a club called the Bearded Villains. And I am a, actually, I'm a member of the Bearded Villains now. And I've been a member of the Bearded Villains Southern California chapter for a few months now. <clears throat> it's an honor and privilege to be associated with guy, those guys. And um, for those of you guys who don't know who the Bearded Villains are, I'm going to read you our mission statement real quick. It's to unite bearded men of all cultures, races, and creed in the brotherhood devoted to loyalty, honor, and respect towards all people. Dedicated to the betterment of mankind through fraternity, charity, and kindness. And I wouldn't just be saying it just to plug the bearded villains. I'm saying it because we do have a charity event coming up. Um, April the 30th, we will be collecting, um, we'll be collecting goods. For and let me let me just make sure that I got everything. I, I don't want to say it wrong. Uh, give me a second here. Should have had it written down, but I didn't. Okay, here it is. All right. So on April thirtieth, we'll be collecting uh, donations for a, a uh, Inland Empire Rescue Mission, which is a um, which is a shelter in Corona um, that caters to children, families that you know don't have nowhere to go. But we're collecting donations April thirtieth. Uh, 2016 uh, we'll be collecting men's women's and kids infants blankets clothes socks shoes diapers baby wipes baby powder uh, hygiene like shampoo conditioner deodorant toothpaste toothbrush razors soap foods can you know all kinds of foods like canned box baby foods anything that you guys have that you know still in decent shape or if you guys want to do that you know be able to buy some clothes buy some new socks Buy some food. We will be collecting it on April the 30th, 2016 at Shamel Park in Riverside. And the address to Shamel Park is 3650 Arnington Avenue, Riverside, California, 92506. And the time will be between 2 and 6, 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. Um, again, we're going to be collecting all kinds of blankets, shoes, socks, uh, infants' blankets, shoes, socks, diapers, baby wipes, baby powder, hygiene stuff like shampoos, soaps conditioners wipes all that stuff um i did a charity event with the bearded villains in december where we went to skid row and handed out hygiene kits and they were so just the people out there were so thankful for what we were doing simple pair of socks that we just kind of throw away because maybe it has a little hole in it they would love to have that you know what i mean 
we take for granted a lot of the things that we have. And when I went out there to Skid Row with my Bearded Villain brothers, it was it was a very special. It was very special to me, you know. It, it opened up my eyes more to what was going on in the world, and uh, it might sound corny, but to be able to help somebody in need and them give you that thank you is is more than anything else that I can ask for. It was it was just a great moment. So if you guys can help us out, April the thirtieth, two thousand sixteen, and if you can't go out that day, hey, hit me up. If you still want to donate money or food. I, if you give me money, I will go and buy the stuff and I'll show you a receipt that we're buying food. I'm not, you know what I mean? Um, if you can't go April the 30th, you can't donate that day, but you, you say you, you want to donate or you have something, hit me up on, you can hit me up on Facebook. Um, John Magdaleno, you'll find me at John Magdaleno. Obviously, we're listening to this, maybe you clicked on that link or on, on Instagram at Halos fan fifteen twenty four. That's Halos H A L O S fan F A N fifteen twenty four. Or you know, go on Instagram at and at beardedvillains.socal. Beardedvillains.socal. We'll find a way to go get go to you and pick up whatever donation you have for us. So if you can help us out there, it'd be great. So alright, with that being said, that's it for the All Angels Podcast. Part of LAAngelsInsider.com. Go on LAAngelsInsider.com and check out all the game previews, game recaps, insights, stories, pieces. Great job by everybody involved there. I'll be doing this every Friday. And again, post your questions. If you want, create a Spreaker account and then Spreaker.com and then look up Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y, Mags, M-A-G-S, and you'll see all my shows there. You'll see the All Angels podcast there. Click on there. You can leave your questions, comments, everything you want to leave on there. You can go on there too. hit us up or hit us up on whatever link you hit this to listen to this on. Hit us up on there too. hit us up on LAAngelsInsider.com, LA Angels Insider Facebook page. You can follow me on Twitter H at or at Halos Halos Fan 15. That's Halos Fan 15. All right, people. Thank you for listening. Go Angels. Let's get that W tonight if we do play. So. All right, I'm leaving. You guys have a great uh, rest of the week. We'll catch you guys next Friday. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.